Hello, everyone, and welcome to Broken and Beautiful the Podcast. I am your host, Amber Christian Stewart. I want to give a quick shout out and thank you to all of our listeners, your support in this endeavor means more than you could possibly know. So, we're just going to jump right in to today's topic, and that is about friendship. Now, friendship can be difficult for any person to navigate, but especially for individuals who have disabilities. I know from my own life that navigating Friendship has been a roller coaster trying to find true friends and people that will sit by your side no matter what. So we're just going to transition right into some common misconceptions that people have on people with disabilities having friendship. And the first misconception is that people with disabilities want to only associate with other individuals who have disabilities. And that is not true because there are 24% of Americans who have disabilities, but the rest of you guys are able-bodied. So there's a lot more of you than there are of us, and we need to rely on each other and come together and be united. Now, sometimes it is nice to have a friend who is going through the same things as you, but I have several amazing friends who are healthy and able-bodied and are like my family. So the belief that people with disabilities only want to interact with other people with disabilities is not true. This is going to our second misconception that people have is that people with disabilities do not like to interact with anyone outside of their family. And so if you see someone when you are out who has a disability, you shouldn't talk to them. You should talk to the person that they are with. Don't do this. Please. I am begging you. Don't do this. I can't tell you how annoyed I get when people do not address me directly and go to my caregiver or my mom and ask them something about me when I'm literally sitting right there. For instance, if I go out to eat 
with my family. The servers will often times look at my mother and say, what does she want? I'm sitting right there. This can talk to me. And that is very frustrating for people like myself. Because I think some people either they don't want to offend us or they think that we are not capable of answering the right questions and both of those are not true. I promise you that we don't offend very easily. So we just want you to talk to us. Don't talk around us, talk to us. And we love meeting new people, at least for myself. I love making new friends and you can ask me anything. I'm an open book. I will not get upset if you ask me a question. So yeah, that is how to get around that misconception because you can talk to disabled people. Don't be afraid of us. We are much more like you than you realize. So I just wanted to share my own personal story of navigating friendship. And it seems like everything is easier when you're little, when you're a kid. But as you grow older, at least from my experience, it just becomes more challenging to sort of fit in, so to speak. So for me, I was actually homeschooled up until the second grade. And there was a small Christian school near our house that my brother went to, and so when I was eight years old, my parents asked me if I wanted to try to go to this Christian school, and obviously I jumped at it, I was so excited because I could make friends and just be around other kids. But even before that, when I was seven years old, my mom and dad introduced me to a place called T.A. And T.A. Ventham changed my life forever because it's unlike any other place that you've ever been. I started going as I say, around seven years old. And it is a overnight camp in the mountains of Pennsylvania for children who are on ventilators. And it is just such a magical place. So the way it goes is mom and dad drop you off at that camp usually on a Sunday, and they leave. And they don't come back until Thursday. So that's a video for kids who are disabled and on 
ventilators especially that has usually none of these children has ever been away from their children. I know I haven't. I have never been away in my life. And you have so much time. It's just where you can be a regular kid for one week of the year. And you can go zip lining and rock climbing. It doesn't matter if you can walk or not. They will find a way to let you do everything that you want to do. There are class and swimming and so many more things that you have an opportunity to do at that camp that you wouldn't have the opportunity to do anywhere else. And not only that, but we become a family. And there are nurses and doctors and respiratory therapists that all volunteer their time for a week to take care of us 24 hours a day and make sure that we have the best time possible. And that is a special kind of love that you don't find most anywhere else. And so that first year hard for me, even though I had the best time of my life, I still miss nothing that and I would cry every night and I would hold them every day just to hear their voices. But as the years went along, it became easier and easier for me to say, be better and not have to hold them every day. And I still hold them every day just because I love them and they are my best friends with ourselves. Pretty much but I don't have that separation anxiety, and I think you in my own thing, and they think you in their own thing, and it allows all of us to be much more independent and have better lives of all. And so, Pennsylvania is like my second home now, and it's sad because the last couple of years we haven't been able to come together because of the COVID pandemic. But my hope is that we can come back together again this year. And either way, I have made friendships with him that will last me my entire life and then unlike any other friendship that I have. Because these are people who know every aspect of my life and love me still. And not always do love me. But they want to take care of me and make sure that I'm okay. And I will 
for every grateful for Pennsylvania that's here. Now they have a regular trip in the summer, and they also have an adult camp that is in the fall season. And if you are interested in attending PA Vet Camp, if you are on a ventilator or a backpack, even if it's only at night time, you qualify for this camp. And you are welcome to check it out at paventhamp.org. That's p-a-v-e-n-t-camp.org. Now outside of paventhamp, I attended White House Christian Academy, which was a small Christian school that was ran by my church, which is Crescent View Baptist Church in Fort Deposit, Maryland. And I had great time at school. I, I never shuffled academically. I always excelled in that area. And I had a lot of friends when I was attending that school. I feel like kids are so much more accepting of anything that is different. They just roll with it. And that's why I love kids. Even today, I, I have an entire non-profit organization dedicated to help the children going through difficult times at Christmas because I just adore kids. They are curious, but they're not cruel. And I was the only girl in that class for like two or three years going to Lighthouse Christian Academy. So it was me and all probably eight or nine boys that were like my brothers, and they were my protectors, and we had the best time together. And those are memories that I will cherish forever. And then, when I was in the fifth grade, my family decided to moved to North Carolina, and I was homeschooled for a year. Didn't really sell at that time with homeschooling, and I needed some form of structure, and so I was enrolled in a public school for the first time in my life. You thought about a little fish in a big line. I felt so small. And I had one friend in the seventh grade who was my best friend. And I was more of a loner in the eighth grade. When I started high school, my parents decided to put me and my brother into a small 
Christians or called Christian family academy. And those of us really like CFA, um, better than the public schools. Just very hard when you are different to fit in when there's so many people all in the same place. So, Christian Family Academy was a great environment for those my brother and myself, but I felt much better in a small school than the, the public school. But even as I grew older, I struggled with being kind of a loner. And in my life, I always felt like if I just had one best friend, then I was fine. I don't have to be loved by everyone. Everybody loved me. I just didn't have a lot of close friends. And as long as I had one true friend every year, then that was enough for me. And honestly, that friend was my brother until he graduated in 2007. And then I was by myself for junior and senior year of high school. And I had one or two best friends every year. And then the classes would change and I would make another friend. And so that was how I handled friendship in high school. But when I graduated high school in 2009, I ventured out into community college. And then we went back to the whole little fish date time type of situation. And so... Honestly, in my late teenage years and early adulthood, I struggled with finding my place, so to speak. Even kids that were my age in the church just didn't connect with me. It was very disheartening because I was different and therefore I was sort of an outcast everywhere that I went. And throughout my own journey of trying to find a show that it sat in me and just trying to find a place where I belonged, I ultimately came to the conclusion that people have difficulty accepting anything that is different. And I had to come to the place where I accepted myself for who I am and realized that not everybody is willing to accept me and that is okay. And that is very hard to accept 
because there's always this desire to be accepted. We want everybody to like us. We want to have fun. We want to be popular. But that's not always how it works. And that's what happens. And so the first thing that one who has a disability must do in order to find true friendships is you have to accept yourself. And I'm not sure if that makes sense, but you have to accept that, yes, I am different. Yes, there are things that I can't do. Yes, I am not like everybody else. And that is okay. So that is how God made me. God doesn't make mistakes, you guys. There's nothing wrong with you. You're different. There's no mistake when it comes to how I made you. So we need to reject that ideology now in order to move on and have true, lasting friendship. Now, I am going to read a passage from my book. Apparently, I'm terrible at marketing myself on here, but I, I did not market anything last time. <laughs> but if you don't know, I have a book out on Amazon and Barnes and Noble called Broken and Beautiful, and if you haven't read it, I encourage you to do so, and I hope that it blesses you, but I'm just going to read a short passage from chapter 31 of my book, Broken and Beautiful. It says, people have difficulty understanding everything that is different. Because we, as humans, have a tendency to follow and appreciate that which we see as normal. We like everything looking nice and shiny. If something in life can't be that uh, pretty with a big bow on it, we don't want it. People avoid difficulty like the play. We want a nice life free from tragedy. Easy. Then you have someone like me. I will not fit into any of your put-together boxes. You can't talk some lips yet on me and simply ignore the fact that I am different. And that's okay. I am strong and strong and have been shattered time and time again. My life is crazy and chaotic and very messy, but also rewarding and filled with love. And real life is filled with laughter and pain, highs and lows. In what you might think of as a pitiful or sad or 
not normal enough. Their life, beauty, and strength that is never found in living a normal life. The truth is, everybody has something they struggle with. The difference between you and me is I show up my stories loud and proud because they have made me who I am. I am laying everything on the line here, well, and for all to see. It's up to you to look deeper and find beauty beyond that. Satan wants nothing more than for you to judge circumstances as too hard or too depressing and simply is up. So not find beauty in the ashes that lays before you. Push past that first layer and you'll be surprised at what amazing things I have to show you beyond that. For any evil that exists in this world, there is a multitude of goodness that can be found if you search enough. And that is from my book, Broken and Beautiful. And so people have to look past the surface and see the individual for who they really are. And that is both ways, not just able-bodied people, but even disabled people. You know, we tend to have our own ideas of what people think of us and really push past those boundaries and look past um, physical perception and really try to understand people for who they are and we can probably make some amazing friendships if we just look past the surface and try to get to know one another. But the truth is that People like me, people who have any type of disability, we will not fit in a box. And that is hard for some people to accept because we're so used to everybody being normal. And then you have somebody like me comes along and sort of shakes everything up. And therein lies the difficulty of making friendship. And I'm going to say something, and I really want you guys to listen, because it took me 30 years to realize this. And if I can help you not to have to go through what I went through to realize this, then that's right. So listen and listen closely. They don't have to like you. And they don't have to care. I'm going to say that one more time. They don't have to like you. And they don't have to care. Because the people who show up for you the people who chat on you, the people who are never talking about you behind your back, they are your people. You need to love those people and never let them get a hold of those people. Type. 
Ich habe sie ja Tell you right now that nobody else 
first handle my life brought me. And that's okay. Because I made it that way. And I have a beautiful life. It is different, but it is beautiful. And if you like me and you want to be my friend, then yes, absolutely. Please be my friend. I would love to have another friend. But if you don't like me, I'm not going to lose sleep over it. Because I know that God loves me. And that's enough for me. Even on the hardest So, to conclude our talk for today, um, if you are struggling to find friends, I encourage you to get involved with maybe some Facebook, some community events, and some social gatherings of some sort. I have met so many people through working and beautiful and also through my ministry called Kim Becoming Kids. I have met people through those two organizations that I would have never met outside of them. Even the other day, somebody texted me and it was their wrong number. And we started talking, and she said, do you want to be my friend? And I said, sure. So, no, I have a random friend from California named Michelle. And I'm happy with that. You can make friends anywhere. You just have to put yourself out there. But ultimately, you have to realize that even if you put forth the effort, some people are love you, and some people are not. And that's okay. You can, as long as you realize that there is nothing wrong with you, and that God loves you, and that even though you're not perfect, because nobody is, you can accept yourself and realize that, hey, I'm in a great friend, and people who don't want to be my friends are missing out, and that doesn't bother me. So at the end of the day, if you have one true friend, you're doing pretty good overall. And always remember that God doesn't make mistakes, you are not a mistake, and that Jesus loves you in the end. And let that be enough for you. Let that build your confidence. And remember, they don't have to like you. You don't have to heal. You just have to love as many people as you possibly can. And that's it. So, see, wrap this up for today. And I hope that everyone enjoyed this episode, please. Email me at broken underscore beautiful at yahoo.com and tell me what you thought of this episode and I will talk to you guys next week. Thank you. Bye-bye now.